hello, 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 good morning, happy Friday, this is your girl Sada with Dear Future Husband Podcast, and um, this morning I started a little early, I know I said 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but I started a little early because I had a few minutes on my hands, and I was like, well, I could do something constructive with this time and go ahead and start with my podcast, so I'm here, but this morning, we're going to get into relationships, and today's topic is going to be about the three red flags that we sometimes tend to overlook in the beginning of a relationship, because we do. We tend to overlook certain things, thinking that it's cute, or thinking that, oh, that person likes me. Or, oh, that person is really into me, but really they're showing you that they're possessive um, and flat out, in some cases, crazy. So we're going to get started in a few seconds. So get ready, get ready, Dear Future Husband Radio. Okay. Um... Some of the things that we tend to overlook are really right there in our face when we first when we, when we first meet someone. Um, the little things. Um, the one thing that really stands out to me is controlling. Um, examples are: Who was that you were on the phone with earlier? Or why are you wearing your hair like that? Or why are you going out with that on? You know, those are some examples of control. Or let me see your phone. Or what's your password to your, you know, your Instagram or your password to your Facebook? Those are signs of control. But a lot of times when we're in a new, fresh relationship, we look at it as if they're concerned or, you know, oh, he's jealous or she's jealous. That's cute. But really, it's not. Okay? So what's going to happen? you know, months later, and they're still doing the same thing, and now you feel like you're a prisoner in a relationship. You know, you feel like you don't have any freedom. You feel like you're a child, and that's your parent, you know? And another red flag we tend to overlook is um, inconsistency. You know, when you're with someone, and let's just say, for example, you meet a guy, or man, you might meet a female, and they are not employed they have you know nothing really going on for themselves at that point in time and we get with them thinking that okay well you know they're trying they put in job applications you're doing they're doing this they're doing that and all of a sudden it just stops okay you looking like okay when are you going to start looking for a job you know but first of all, I don't know why someone would want to be with someone that's unemployed anyway. Not saying it like that, but the same token, like, how can you expect them to be, you know, ask it to a relationship if they don't have any kind of financial means? You know, how are you surviving? Before you met me, how are you, how are you surviving? And a lot of times people tend to depend on us. You know, they depend on our income and everything. And that's 
not how it's supposed to be, especially ladies. And you know, I mean, I don't believe in women taking care of men. I really don't. I just don't believe in that. I'm old school. I'm from the country. I really don't believe in a woman taking her income, especially if she has children, and giving it to a man. But just the inconsistency, the, the inconsistency in finances, the inconsistency in, you know, um, them reaching out to you. You know, all those are red flags are just inconsistency with, you know, stability. I mean, just not having what they're supposed to have at the age they're at. You know, so... That's another major red flag to me. And another thing, too, we tend to overlook is that person's relationship history and their background. You know, a lot of times we get with people and they want to tell us all the bad things about their exes. You know, they tell us everything their ex did wrong. They tell us everything that went wrong in their relationship, their past relationship on their ex behalf. But they never really mention what they did. You know, and I'm... 99% sure that nobody is perfect, you know? So my question is, why do people always bring up what the other person did wrong? I need to know your background. I need to know, have you ever been to prison? And this is not only for women, this is for men too, because there are some female criminals, you know, that are into scamming, that are into robbery, that are into, um, you know, all types of crimes. So, you can't just put it on the men. Women doing that too. So, you know, my thing is, why? What is, what's your background? You know, what's your relationship history? Have you ever been abusive? Have you ever been in any trouble? Um, do you have any felonies on your background? Like, these are questions that we need to ask. And also their sexual history. You know, before we lay down with people... We need to know how many people have you ever slept with? I mean, that's something I think that's a me personally. I think that's a legitimate question. If not that, have you ever been tested for STDs? When was the last time you got tested for STDs? Like, these are questions I think that we as people, both male and female, should ask. That's okay. And if a person is upset about you inquiring about their sexual past and their, you know, um, sexual health, that's a red flag to me because if you know I remember recently a guy reached out to me on Facebook and he inboxed me not knowing who I was not knowing anything about me I mean not knowing how old I was where I was from or anything he was in my city though in the same city I live in and he inboxed me and asked me could he come over to my house okay that was a complete turn off like who does that? <laughs> Who asks can they come to someone's house and they're just meeting them? But he asked can he come over to my house to, you know, be intimate with me. He was very explicit with his words, but I'm going to just leave it at that. And he also, so I responded with, how do you know I'm not HIV positive? Which let me clarify that I am not, but I wanted to let him feel Stupid. I mean, I guess I can say I wanted him to feel, you know, baffled at, you know, why am I saying that? And and he was. He asked me, why would you say that? Why where that came from? And I was like, why would you ask me what you asked me? Why would you ask me? Could you do this stuff to me? You don't know me. And he ended up blocking me, which is 
fine. Thank God he blocked me because I was going to do it too. But either way, um, the point I'm making is that we have to be precautious about the people that we're meeting and we have to not ignore the red flags. If you're secretive about your past, if you're secretive about your sexual health, that might that's a red flag to me. You might be hiding something that I really need to know about. Okay? You know, what are you hiding? What are you trying to keep from me? Why can't I know about who you slept with in your past? Why can't I know about your sexual experiences? I don't necessarily care about who. I don't necessarily care about how it went down. But I need to know, um, were you using protection? You know, um, do you believe in, you know, um, I mean, you know the typical sexual questions you can ask a person that will help you and protect you in the long run. And the controlling, no, that's a red flag. No, 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 no. You will not know my password to my social media unless we are in a full committed relationship. And still then, I mean, unless you're my husband, unless you are my husband. Now, my husband will have access to my social media passwords. He has access to that because we're in a committed relationship. You know, when I find my future husband. Well, I'm sorry, when he finds me. Let me correct myself. But, you know, um, as far as me just giving, you know, a boyfriend my password, no. That's not necessary. Because you ought to trust me, you know. Um, You asking me, you know, what time you coming home? What time this? What time that? No, I would not answer to that if we're not in a fully committed, um, about-to-be-married type of relationship. You know, and then, even then, there will be some boundaries to those questions and to my answers. I mean, I, me being 36 years old, and I am 36, I feel like I know how to be respectful. I know how to handle myself. So I don't need someone telling me what to do, when not to do it. I'm not a little girl, you know. Unless we're in bed. Now, that's a whole different story. <laughs> Unless we're in bed and we're on, we're role-playing, I don't, outside of bed, I don't need you controlling me, you know, to that extreme. See, it's a difference, and, that's, and this is a whole different topic, but I think one day, um, pretty soon, I'm going to do a um, podcast about submission and obedience it's a different it's a difference between being submissive and being obedient versus um submissive and obedience and um abusive and just feeling like a prisoner all those are different so we're gonna get into that one day um but you know but try not to ignore the red flags if that person is calling you a thousand times a day when you first meet this person that's a red flag. They're overly clingy and they have some emotional attachment issues going on. You know, um, their attachment, I mean, that's crazy. I just met you and you're texting me 20, 30 times a day. And if I'm not and if I'm not responding back as soon as you would like me to, it's an instant, you know, why you didn't text me right back? Why you what what were you doing? You know, those are red flags. You know, those are red flags. So do not ignore the red flags. And another one, I'm sorry, I want to bring up the topic of them constantly asking you for money in the beginning of a relationship. 
it's a difference between a friendship and a relationship. We all know that now. You know, we know that. But in a relationship, a friendship, you do a friend a favor that's different. But even then, it still needs to be some boundaries. But in a relationship, if you're trying to build a relationship with someone and they're constantly asking, asking, asking you for money, that's a red flag to me that they are using you. Okay, we have to be mindful about that. We have to be mindful with not letting love or lust or however we feeling um, cloud our logical thinking. You know, a lot of times we do that. So be mindful of the red flags. Look, is this person always dealing with me only when they need something? Does this person only talk to me when she or he needs something? Do they only come around on payday? Like, those are red flags. You cannot ignore those and let love and your need and your want for attention or love, you know, let you ignore these signs. Okay? Is this person with me for the right reasons? Ask yourself these questions. This is important because you are important. Your feelings are important. You know, you are an important person. So you have to get in your mindset that whoever deals with me will respect me. They will respect my boundaries, you know, um, and that's that. I'm, I'm not your little girl. It's, I mean, I'm not your little girl. I'm not your son, you know, for me, because there are some controlling women. I'm not your son. I don't have to answer the phone every single time you call if I'm busy. I, I can ignore my phone for a second while I finish handling my business. You know, we have to put our foot down because if we don't, people will continue to do it. You know, you only you can stand up for yourself. We can't expect other people to you know, um, take our feelings in consideration when we're not even considering our feelings and our boundaries and our well-being or whatever the case. Like, we have to stand up for ourselves and say, I'm not going to continue to go through this. You know, um, this is not what I'm looking for. I think we're going to have to discontinue this. It's okay to end things. It's okay to block people. If you feel like in the beginning and within the first maybe one or two months or however long it takes for you to see this person's true character, once you see it, move on with your life. Because it's other people, it's other women, it's other men who are looking for the same thing that you are looking for. But you have to find that match. It's like a needle in a haystack. You know, we're going to go through so many different people in order to find that one special somebody. But we but we have to go through experiences so that when we find that person, we know exactly what we want. We know exactly what we don't want to deal with because we've dealt with this before. You know, it's almost like we have to go through just, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard. It's hard to explain, but I'm pretty sure you get what I'm saying. Like, it's just you have to go through something. But this was our first topic, and we're going to elaborate more um, next time around. But I thank you for joining my podcast. And until next time, dear future husband, this is Sada. Hello. Hey, y'all. This is Sada um, with Dear Future Husband Podcast. I wanted to add something to... A recording that I did a couple of days ago about the red flags with entering a relationship. And I was just sitting here and I was thinking, 
another red flag um, that I want to add to my list is a person that doesn't have a good relationship with their family. A person that doesn't have a good relationship with their family, meaning, you know, um, they speak really negative about their family. Um, they have really no good experiences with their family. Like, that's another red flag. Like, if you, um, if, if you have met a person and they have nothing good to say about the people that is supposed to be a part of their lives, I mean, even if they, I know, I know everybody has ups and downs. I know people go through, you know, relationship issues with their family because a family is just like a relationship. You know, we go through things with our family, but if you find someone that's always speaking negative on their family, um, speaking negative things, um, bashing them, you know, don't want you to be around them. It might be a reason why. And it might be because they don't want you around them because they know their family knows the real them. So always keep that in mind. Always keep that in mind. And I just wanted to add on to that little segment or whatever, but thanks for listening.